Fantasy still kept coming, so I had to have him come back. The one, the only, JC from Mission Spooky. What's going on, buddy? Not too much. How about yourself, buddy old pal? <laughs> I am doing just dandy. All right, so today, if you read the title, like we said last time, we're going to be discussing Peacemaker. Oh, shit. Is that what I was supposed to watch? God damn it, JC. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what's crazy is everyone was saying this guy, um, John Cena's in it, and not once did I see him in this show. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you love that one. <laughs> I've been prepared to say that. Since you asked me, hey, would you maybe want to review Peacemaker? I'm like, I'm going to do a uh, you can't see me joke. <laughs> Fucking got this. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's going to get any better from there. Everything else is not going to be funny. Yep. That's uh... put the bar right up top near the tippy tippy top. And then it's all downhill. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, the show Peacemaker, it's on HBO Max, was created by James Gunn, stars John Cena, as uh, JC just said, and a whole bunch of other people that were in Suicide Squad, The Suicide Squad. Uh, This show takes place right after the events of The Suicide Squad, uh, where Peacemaker returns home and is recovering from his battle with Bloodsport. And he pretty much gets enthralled into a new, I wouldn't say it's like a smaller suicide squad, essentially, but he is working with a team now who are, uh, essentially, he's not free. He's not as free of a man as he thought he was going to be when he got home. It's not a suicide squad. It's a suicide person. Yeah. He's a one man team with his backup crew that do the, you know, directing. Well, he's also got a sidekick. He's got two sidekicks that are. Um, the one sidekick was not planned. He just Wait. stalked Peacekeeper <laughs> until the, he, they let him join. <laughs> <laughs> and that is a that is the character of Vigilante, who I'm going to say stole this show for me. I thought he was fantastic. He sure was. Um, a lot of it's easy to uh, compare him to Deadpool like this is DC's Deadpool. Uh, I I'm going to say it. I enjoy Vigilante a little bit more than I enjoy Deadpool. I don't know if I'm willing to say something as controversial as that, but he was he was a very good character. <laughs> it, it might also be because I knew nothing about this character and he's new and he was hilarious every time he was on screen. He he even sounded like Deadpool. When he when he was in full costume, he did. Uh, He was definitely I do like your comparison that he is the DC version of Deadpool, Mm. but he's also like 
and they made a couple nods at it. He's definitely like autistic and or a sociopath. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's definitely a sociopath. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but like with how he processes information and stuff, it's very like, and I don't know how far on the spectrum, but he's definitely on the spectrum. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a lot yeah. going on in his head with Vigilante. We also had uh, the agents from the movie. We had I honestly don't remember any of their names, but it was pretty much the team that were. In the office with Amanda Waller, like you have the big guy with the beard um, who's was it? Um, what the hell was that guy's name? Uh, ow, sorry about that. Um, John. John, John, yeah. what the fuck was his last name? Economist. Economist. John Economist. Um, and Harcourt. And Agent Amelia Harcourt. You just said that. Mm-hmm. And now we those also... were the two that were in the room that betrayed Waller in the the Suicide Squad. Correct. We got those two coming back on this team, and then we have some yeah. new people. We have. Is it Leota? Yeah, Leota. And we also have Clemson. Or Mern. He's everyone's usually referred to it with their last names, but all right. So yeah. we got we got Harcourt, Mern, and all right. So and we got Leota. So they're on a team together. And we also got who who else we got on the team? Eagly. <laughs> Eagly. Probably like the most key member. Without him, it would have it would have been a shit show. Most of their fights they would have lost without uh, Eagly. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there was the one episode where they were escaping uh, Vigilante and and running through the woods. Yeah, and they're running through the woods, and Eagly's like dive bomb and taking these cops out. Mm-hmm. Right for the fucking eyes. It was oh. it was vicious. Oh, yeah, it was wild. Even Vigilante <laughs> was like, Eagly's kind of a badass. <laughs> uh, so the whole concept of this, uh, the show, the antagonist that they're facing is uh, it's a group of insectoid aliens called that are referred to as the butterflies. And they are uh, not so much like a puppet master sort of thing where they're actually yeah, it is kind of like a puppet master. Uh, scenario the bugs go inside the people killing them instantly but then they have control of their bodies i was like i knew there was going to be some sort of twist with the butterflies throughout the show especially when the uh the karate guy showed up oh judo master yeah judo master yeah who judo master was also a pretty cool character too he was intriguing yeah i like that whenever you saw him he was eating like spicy something spicy yeah, yeah. There's there's a theory that he was doing that so that the butterflies wouldn't want to go up his go in his mouth. Because oh. he knew about them, and he's just like, I don't know if this is a deterrent, but fuck them. <laughs> wow, that's a fun theory. If that's not factual, that should be factual. That's pretty. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and that that's the reason he was constantly eating them. But yeah, that's funny. That makes a lot of sense then. When he first shows up, they're going to the one guy's house to assassinate him and the family. And Peacemaker's having a hard time shooting them. And Vigilante comes in. He goes, step aside, buddy. I got it. And then 
when you hear yeah like, yeah i'm like you gotta be kidding me who the hell is this and he kicks the shit out of all of them yeah <laughs> i was like he is really... a fucking judo master yeah he was i mean the dude gets what he gets shot he gets thrown around and he still kicks ass he's a cool <laughs> character too man i enjoyed him a lot yeah and he's he's still alive so possibly season two mm-hmm. when he does get shot I was like, damn, that's the end of him already. Like he's in the opening credits and everything, which I know that's your favorite part of the whole show, right? It is. I didn't skip it once. I <laughs> fucking love the the dance, the, the the fucking song. It's just top notch. Fucking top notch. Yeah. <laughs> you I think you sent me a video of I think it was a TikTok or something of, you know, after after watching the opening to Peacemaker, uh, yeah. First after episode. watching, yeah, episode one, you're like, oh, okay. Episode two, it's like, yeah, I'm getting into this. Episode three, you're doing the fucking dance. <laughs> <laughs> it is a great opening segment. Like they have every character in there dancing around, plus like characters you see maybe once. Yeah, like the fucking neighbor. Yeah, the old neighbor and the janitor in the first episode. You never yeah. see that janitor ever again. That's not true. Oh, you do see him again. Idiot. Yeah, he's at the school. Oh, well, go fuck yourself. When when uh they they ask Peacemaker to do uh bring your dad to work day or whatever the fuck. Oh, yeah, you're right. All right. Yeah, I'm a fucking idiot. I, I mean, I've been saying it for years. Yeah, but I've never believed you until this moment. Oh, okay, cool. Good. You should have that confidence. I'm I'm happy that you've never thought you're a fucking idiot. I mean, I I also just don't believe half the stuff you tell me. That's also a good trait to have. Don't (laughs) believe. I I recommend 90% of the... Right now, I currently, and I know she won't listen to this. I don't think this, but I have convinced my girlfriend that I believe feudalism is the best form of government. Okay. <laughs> I just like fucking with people. <laughs> Even people I love. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're too much. So <laughs> that's fun. And she'll just like, we'll be complaining about politics. I just like, oh, fuck. If only we had kings and queens. <laughs> When the queen got fucking COVID, I was sad. I had to pretend to be sad f- to to keep up this lie. <laughs> oh, you you were dedicated, huh? Yeah, it's it's been over two years because we've been going out for about three, almost three years. Uh-huh. It was before our first first anniversary that I brought this shit up. <laughs> and and I've just, just stuck with it And I'll be 90 years I know she will never listen to this podcast So I don't mind like spoiling it here But like definitely don't think Feudalism is the best form of government Top 5 probably yeah But like not the best Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you kill me now I have a coworker that I just whenever they say something, I just uh, twist it into trying to make them seem like a terrible person. And they're not. But I want them to question their actions. That's so funny. <laughs> I fuck with her all the time. It's the little things I do to keep myself sane. 
Um, <laughs> How'd we go on this fucking tangent? Where were we? I don't we even remember. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to get back to it. I, I don't even remember where we left. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, you're uh, a fucking idiot because. Yeah, the janitor. Um, That's right. Janitor. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a fucking idiot. Okay, so back on me being an idiot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also had, uh, like, the cops that were involved in everything. Like, the. They weren't FBI agents, right? They were just cops in the town. Yeah, they were detectives. So, like, um, the main one, Song, and then her her assistant, they were detectives. Mm. And then uh, I think with them, there's also that captain that gets brought in that's, like, originally there to help, like, get the cops off of Peacemaker's tail. Yeah, he was, captain like, their Locke. mom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he also dances with them. Yeah. <laughs> So the whole up and down thing. Oh, there's also another antagonist, which is Peacemaker's father, the White Dragon. Yes, Augie Smith. Played by? Robert Patrick. The one I and only. I have the cast list in, in front of me. <laughs> That's the only reason I know these names. Oh, man. I was going to say the one and only Robert Patrick. I, I loved Robert Patrick growing up, man. T-1000. Um <clears throat> Yeah, you had him playing the, and I gotta say, man, I'm so happy that I don't know if I said this to you before, but I'm so happy that James Gunn like got to run this whole show. Yeah, and I mean, he directed the majority of the episodes too, but just his like free nature and not the I don't give a fuck attitude that he has, but like he does that kind of humor and everything, like even throwing in a racist mob and having the leader be called the White Dragon and doing their Nazi shit and everything and, you know, making them any and he pokes fun at them at their expense. And I'm so happy that it was James Gunn doing this. And I think James Gunn belongs to DC more than he should go back to Marvel. Like, I hope he stays with DC for a while. (laughs) I was thinking, like, what if he became like the how Kevin Feige is for the Marvel? He becomes the DC version of that. Like, making because he's really good at like he knows his source material and he's really good at putting in easter eggs and yeah like keeping characters kind of true and something dc movies and shows fucking they're so dark like and it's like i don't want that and like to me marvel should be the darker stuff Mm. And DC should be like, I don't want to say kid, more kid friendly, but like, especially when you're dealing with the Justice League characters, like they should be fun and exciting and go beat up fucking bad guys type deal things. I don't want like <sighs> the movies that they have been releasing are just so dark, like literally filmed all in the goddamn dark pitch black in a cave and it's like fucking brighten this shit up (laughs) and that's what fucking peacemaker was and it was beautiful yeah (laughs) it's with the suicide squad and it was fucking beautiful it's yeah Yeah, james gunn is uh he's definitely a brightness to dc i mean even with the the amazing ending would i I, will just get that out of the way right now the ending with uh (laughs) After they 
solve their problem with their antagonists or the with the butterflies and they're leaving the barn and you see the silhouettes of four members of the Justice League. Mm -hmm. And and you're like, oh, okay, that's a cool little, you know, a cool little thing to throw in there. And then when he walks immediately shits on him. Thanks for showing up after we did it all. Yeah. Way to be late, dicks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what he said. <laughs> Go fuck another fish. That's just a and, rumor. But <laughs> the the thing that blew me away with that scene, though, is like he walks past them and you see Jason Momoa and Ezra Miller as yeah. Aquaman and the Flash. Like that blew me away. I was like, get the fuck out of here. They're actually in the show. Like, yeah. It blew me away. I mean, literally for two Two lines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but and that's ha- all it was. Like, it, it was fucking fantastic. And, and having Aquaman say, I wish that fucking rumor would die. And then the Flash says, "Uh, I, he says, I'm like, but you do. And then. Oh, yeah. He says, it's not a rumor. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> it's not a rumor. And he, Aquaman says, fuck yourself, Barry. Yeah, go fuck yourself, Barry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like, fucking even, loved it. Just having Aquaman curse, like it's oh, I remember they tried doing that with the Titans TV show. Like they got really dark and grimy and had them cursing and everything. Mm-hmm. Fuck Batman. You know, like not not a huge fan of the Titans show, but having the actual characters from the DC universe and everything, you know, get a little bit like that. I mean, Zack Snyder tried doing that with Batman in his four hour bullshit movie. And not to shit on the movie, I thought it was good, but like he had Batman curse at the Joker in the post credit scene or whatever. You know, that that bit of darkness. And I, I got to say, man, I'm, I'm actually leaning more towards DC than I am Marvel right now, just because of these past few projects that have been coming out. Like I'm actually I'm super, super hyped for the Black Adam movie. I'm super hyped for I'm actually pretty hyped for the Flash movie. I'm not a big Ezra Miller fan because I think the guy's kind of kind of whack but i'm looking forward to that movie just because michael keaton and i mean with peacemaker uh what they did with joker then we got the batman coming out that looks amazing i'm leaning a lot more towards dc than i am with marvel because i think dc is finally starting to get the hang of it where it's like Let's just make movies. Let's stop trying to do this whole universe thing. Like we can connect them, sure, but like let's just take our time and put out, you know, good material. Yeah, I I agree with you there. Where I think that's what DC needs to do is stop trying to try stop trying to do an extended universe and just make your movies mm-hmm. and make them good movies. If characters interact with each other, that's fine and dandy. But like, don't. Because that's what I liked about the starting of, like, the MCU is they just made an Iron Man movie. They just made a Thor movie like they they had Fury and Cole uh, Coulson go through and like be connecting character. But like. You when Iron Man one first came out in the first Thor and like 2008 era, like. We had no idea this would lead to the fucking Infinity War and Endgame and what we have now. And DC tried getting like, we'll just start at the Endgame. Like, we're just going to go for it. Like, 
you we had years of building up yeah. uh with the MCU. I think they they definitely uh well, did it uh, right. Well, that's why the MCU is I mean, that's because they have somebody like Kevin Feige who's running it. Yeah. He's a comic book fan who knows the characters. He knows the history of the characters. That's why every Marvel movie you see, there's always going to be little seeds sprinkled in there, little Easter eggs like. And he said it before. He said, yeah, I'm going to sprinkle little seeds about and see what blooms, like see yeah. what, what can come out of it. So there could be like a small little snippet from the Captain America, the first Avenger that pops up in whatever the next movie is like it could pop up in moon Knight, or it could pop up in uh you know uh dr strange in the multiverse of madness like he he's always doing stuff like that and that's why he's mm-hmm. so smart when he he has done this franchise the mcu is nobody is ever going to do that ever again i would say like the closest film franchise to get anywhere near that is probably the conjuring universe I don't think anyone else is that close to what Feige has done with Marvel. And when you were saying before, too, about like, why, why doesn't James Gunn take on that, like that role, like Feige is because I don't think James Gunn would actually fit that kind of role. I think what he's doing right now is he's almost doing like the John Favreau. Oh, Uh, that's a good. Yeah, that's a better comparison. Yeah, like so, like what John Fav- what John Favreau is doing for Star Wars, that's kind of like what James Gunn is doing right now for DC, which it's working. So just just keep going at it like that. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, yeah, James Gunn. I I've enjoyed all of his. Really, I think I've only seen like the superhero. I might have seen harm. I probably have seen other movies he's done, yeah. and just not known because I'm an idiot. But like. All of his superhero movies that I've seen, I've very much enjoyed. He's a talented director, and you can tell he wants his movies to be fun. Not just tell a story, not just be action, but to be fun. With, like, good humor, you care about the characters. Like, Peacemaker, the story of Peacemaker is how to take the son of the White Dragon who is the super racist character. He's a super villain racist character. How to take this guy's son and make him somebody um, I like. <laughs> like, he... Because Peacemaker goes through, and you can see the like the mental... He starts realizing his dad is a piece of shit. Because mm. in, in, like, the first episode or two he had he's like oh well you know that's just the way his generation thinks and then at the end he's like that's a fucked up way of thinking and he should change yeah. like well i mean he ends up killing him yeah <laughs> yeah he does but i oh and the white dragon is from the comics mm-hmm and I guess in one of his iterations, he actually rides a white dragon. And I was so excited to maybe see a fucking dragon. Oh, <clears throat> we didn't get that. But I, I do like that we got racist Iron Man. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I called him. Too. <laughs> so if Iron Man was racist, this is what we would have. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to piggyback off you there with when you were talking about uh, Peacemaker, like you're able to take a character like Peacemaker. Some uh, like you said, I'm not going to say repeat what you said, but about his father and everything. But also the fact he was 
one of the antagonists in the Suicide Squad. I mean, he killed Flag. And, yeah. you know, going from the first Suicide Squad movie where everyone hated Flag, he became a cool character in the sequel. Like, he was so cool. And it was, like, heartbreaking when he died in that movie. So going from being a piece of shit character that everyone hated and making you fall in love with the character because he, and again, repeating you, is doing the character development and showing this character go through what he went through in this show and you fall in love with that character again and you fall in love with the people around him like especially vigilante who's a psychopath yes like, yes he know? is insane yeah and that that's that's something great this show did and i'm gonna also to go back to if you haven't seen some of james gunn's movies i'll write you up a list i highly recommend you watch super if you haven't watched that oh i have seen super i fucking love super yeah that movie's oh great. Oh my god, Rain Rain Rail, Wilson. Rain, Rain Wilson, Wilson, yeah. Yeah, he gets raped in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> of all the parts you could mention, that, okay, well, that's sure. <laughs> it's the part that I mean. He also like beats the shit out of somebody for skipping a line to a movie. Yeah. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Um, but that movie, like it, there, that even that movie, there's so many ups and downs and things happen that you don't expect to happen. Uh, another movie I would say is check out Slither. Slither's very fun. That I don't think I've seen. Check that one out. That's uh, Nathan Fillion, isn't that? Oh, I like Nathan Fillion. Oh yeah. Brown uh, coat for life, baby. <laughs> and what was it? I, I mean, he didn't direct the Dawn of the Dead remake, but I think he wrote that one. But I mean, yeah, that man, I've I'll seen. Yeah, I've never seen that. Um, but yeah, man, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you send you a list of some other stuff to watch. Yeah, uh, yeah, man, he's fun. He's and uh, James Gunn also came from Trauma, which that's uh, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with like the Toxic Avenger and Nukem High or Return. Nope. Welcome, no, none of that. It's like all thanks killing uh, Nomeo and. Uh, or Tromeo and Juliet, like it's a bunch of like B-rated, just like I don't want to even call them grindhouse. It's just like slop. It's oh uh, god, but it's it's fantastic movies. I'll I'll send you a link to the Toxic Avenger trailer, and uh, I think you'll die laughing. Oh god, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you the brief summary. It's about a nerdy, skinny boy who does ballet and gets. <laughs> And has a tub of uh, chemicals, toxic chemicals fall on him and he becomes this deformed, giant, strong mutant. And his costume is uh, a tutu. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm interested. You've piqued my interest. <laughs> yeah, but that's where James Gunn came from. So, like, he's he's used to doing like these weird, crazy out of the box scenarios, which I think is something that these movies and TV shows need is start going out of the box and doing these wild and crazy things because that's what's going to make it entertaining and that's exactly what this show did i mean even with the the cow when we actually finally saw the cow i was like oh he's so cute and he had these giant mm -hmm. nipples hanging off of his stomach i loved i loved economos no more kaijus <laughs> and just starts running up the stairs away from it fucking kaiju um but yeah, the the fucking cat. Oh, and the human torpedo. Activate human torpedo. Yeah. <laughs> right the fuck into it. Oh, that was disgusting. And I, I would have hated to be um, 
fucking Leota. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was a little sad when the when the cow died. It was a poor little innocent creature. Well, poor giant he had creature. to do it. You I know. like I knew as soon as uh, Goff was being like, we're basically the same thing, you and I. And he started having all these flashbacks to which. Holy shit. What a tragic backstory and origin yeah. story. Yeah. Like you accidentally punch your brother. Or not accidentally. You punch your brother in a fight pit that your dad has created with his fucking mullet having buddies uh, who are all white supremacists, obviously. You you fight your brother, punch him in the face, and he has a seizure and dies. And then your father blames you. Yeah. For you being in a fight pit he told you to be in. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) His backstory is wild. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's it's I would say it's simple, but also out there and definitely wild. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And and like just the trauma that he he's gone through, because like his dad was like, even you could tell the first time uh, Peacemaker goes to see Augie after he gets out of prison and they're like sitting at a table eating dinner and Augie's just like. That's fucking gay. Like he's saying really bad things. Yeah. And then Peacemaker changes it up by being like, oh, yeah. And then I killed a guy. (laughs) And that's how they connect. Like, that's the only time Peacemaker has a positive interaction with with his dad, who he truly loved in a fucked up way. But he, he did love and want his respect is by killing people and causing harm and doing terrible, like killing, especially I'm pretty sure they were talking like Augie was like, Oh yeah. Kill black people. Like aim for the minorities. Ha ha. Like I forget exactly what that scene was, but it was really, once again, he's the white dragon. Yeah. He does not like anyone all of his conversations with the detect, the main detective uh, song. Mm. Whoo, I'm just like, oh, God, I like your people's noodles. What yeah. the fuck? I said something about uh, eat it with a stick or something like that. And yeah, she said, well, you eat it with a fork. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, she I mean, she dealt with it like you could tell she was used to dealing with assholes like him, which mm. is sad. I like oh. the I, again, I don't remember what the exact dialogue was, but there's a scene in the police station and she has a great comeback finally. And mm-hmm. then her partner jumps in and says something else that's stupid. And she goes, why would you say that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> why would you, I had him with that comment. Why would you do it? <laughs> yeah. You didn't need to add anything on. It was fucking done. But uh, um, oh, what, what were you going to say? No, no, go ahead. I don't know where I was going. Oh, I didn't have anything. Oh, cool. Let's (laughs) just end the podcast. We're done, guys. This is great. We both forget what we were going to say. This is now awkward. Let's end it. Um, There was a but man, just uh, even the cliffhangers they had in these these episodes, too. We've got Mern. Mern. Yeah, I think it was episode six. End of episode. Maybe it was at five. I think it's episode five when you learn that he's a. He's a butterfly. Yeah. And that was a cool reveal. Yeah. And then like he chases because it's Leota. She puts on Peacemaker's uh, X-ray 
helmet mm-hmm. and she sees the butterfly inside his head and uh Mern starts like doing a butterfly scream and coming after her and chases her out onto the road yeah <clears throat> and that's where like she's on the ground trying to get a gun or some kind of weapon and that's where it fucking ends yeah and yeah. i had to wait a week <laughs> yeah <laughs> the and i i do love the fact like as much as i i think me and you were saying like i want to binge it like i would have loved binging it but i love the fact that like the cliffhangers don't work if you're binging it the cliffhangers i mean they work but it's going to keep me up until midnight or two in the morning so it's i do like, like season one stranger things when i'm like yeah i'll watch an episode and then i yeah, literally no. was up till six in the fucking morning watching every like <laughs> exactly so like that's where i'm like i'm okay with the week to week episodes as like as frustrating as it is it's like uh, I'm, I'm okay with it because i can sleep at night yeah it's also nice to like have something to look forward to mm-hmm. and <clears throat> so like stranger things recently had its season four release date um and they're splitting it into two parts yeah, i think I in like that. may and then july or some shit yeah but like every other season of stranger things it's a really great at at least in my opinion it's a really great show but they released the whole season all at one time so people really only talk about it for like a week yeah whereas peacemaker every fucking friday when i go into work me and the the crew we talk peacemaker for eight fucking weeks boba fett seven weeks But like, you know, you have this continual conversation, you have the theory crafting, you have, you know, a lot more speculation. It it is a lot more fun when it's week to week because you're trying to guess what's going to happen. Yeah, same thing for me, man. Uh, Every week Peacemaker came out, I'd go in and I, you know, it's all these people I work with. Like, uh, did you watch the new episode yet? Did you watch the new episode? Hey, did you watch that finale? And it's it's it keeps the conversation going. Mm-hmm. which is something you can really appreciate about this platform in which they're doing it. Yeah, I, I do appreciate it. Um, mind you, like, I also like some, like some shows. I like that they just dump all at one time. Mm-hmm. Let me just fucking binge it. Cause that's what I, I want to do. Yeah. Um, but especially with these, like Disney plus HBO, keep doing one season a week yeah. or one se- one episode a week. Yeah. And Amazon does it too. Showtime. I mean, Showtime does it because they're they release their stuff on their app when they release it on TV. Oh, yeah. Because um, that's a, what happened with uh, I was watching all the last season of Dexter and Yellow Jackets. It was uh, week to week and it was great to look forward to watching those also. Yeah, yeah. It, it's also nice to be like have something to look forward to because mm-hmm. like everything in the world is depressing. So um, it's nice to be like, yeah, Thursday's Peacemaker Day. (laughs) Wednesday's Boba Fett Day. (laughs) Yeah, it's like the old days. It's like, no, it's Tuesday. I got to get home and watch Buffy. You know, like it's 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 great. I I love it. Um, What was uh, so I was just thinking one of my favorite scenes from this show is the scene when all of the butterflies come in their tiny spaceships and they wreak havoc on the police station. That was fucking beautiful. Wasn't that shot so beautifully? 
It was. It it was fantastically done because as that's happening, you're also seeing the the fucking white supremacist people getting ready for a battle too. Yeah. So you're you're seeing the two antagonizing groups get to get like getting their shit prepped for battle against Peacemaker. One yeah. fucking dude with no superpowers. Yeah. He's just has a gun. Like <laughs> It's not even like fucking Bloodsport, who has like a really cool high tech gun that can do all kinds. No, he just has a fucking Desert Eagle. Yeah. And a pet eagle. Like, that's his that's his thing. Well, he's got blow darts, too. True. <laughs> <laughs> he used on his fucking image of his dad or hallucination of his dad. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> he did have an axe in the Suicide Squad. That was just random. Did he? I don't remember yeah. that. Yeah, when, gonna... him and, when him and Bloodsport were having that killing compos- competition, he kills the one guy in his sleep, and he just goes by him and he goes... Oh. That was fucked up, because weren't they doing the killing competition to, like, the good guys? Yeah. Again, the humor that James Gunn does is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, let's have them go into this base thinking that they're killing a whole bunch of bad guys. But they're killing the good guy. <laughs> like just <laughs> massacring them. Even the opening scene. Oh yeah, spoilers by the way. Uh, even the opening scene of uh, of the Suicide Squad. Like all the characters that you're just introduced to die, except <laughs> for Weasel and Harley Quinn. Yeah. Oh no, wait. Was we- Weasel wasn't in that original group? Was he? Yeah, he was. He was. He, he was. Drowns. Okay. He's the first one to to die yeah and that's where once he dies i'm like oh my god this is hilarious <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah then he he lives uh, yeah you find out in the post credits um i can't wait for um we just saw peacemaker where's the weasel tv show at yeah that's, he's gonna come back question. yeah well, he'll I, be back i want him to either, have his own show he'll so i'm hoping well you just told me you said that they they announced season two of peacemaker right uh yes uh, i think a couple days ago right on i mean i hope we get another suicide squad movie too i would love to see that again that would be cool i i'd be down for that i mean i doubt peacemaker would be in it mm-hmm. well actually the issue with another suicide squad movie is the end of this fucking series uh leota's character releases all that information and and fucking kind of ruins the suicide squad being a black ops team like no it's the government doing these things releasing uh prisoners from the bellevue and she makes a big press statement about it yeah and her mother is amanda <laughs> amanda waller who yep who runs the fucking suicide squad program mm-hmm. or whatever it's actually called it was cool seeing uh seeing her in this show as well yeah, yeah, she came up uh, a couple. I think you physically saw her maybe twice. Yeah, I think it was the first episode or the second episode, and then the yeah. last episode. Yep. And then other times she's just like on the phone or via text. You don't yeah. actually see her. Yeah, but I mean, even as the comics go with the Suicide Squad, uh, everyone becomes aware of the Suicide Squad, and Amanda Waller it doesn't stop her. She still oh, continues. Okay. She still continues with Project X. It, oh, okay. She won't stop. Won't stop, can't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. 
That's her life motto. Yeah, she'll keep doing it. I mean, well, shit. I, I I don't even remember if Suicide Squad was successful, only because it was streaming and in the theater. I don't remember if it did well in the theater or not. But uh, critically, it, it it slammed. Everyone loved it. Um, so I don't know. I'm I'm sure we'll get another one. <clears throat> and then season two, uh, probably get some more cool characters in there. I'm curious what's going to happen with Goth, though, because he's he's out of food. Um, well, it does look like what's his name has a little bit. But, yeah, he's probably going to starve to death and die. Mm-hmm. Unless That's... they can. I'm sure they'll if they come up with something, because maybe Goth is going to be part of their team now in season two. Mm-hmm. You know, Um Maybe, you know, they can engineer like a new formula or something that he can eat. Or even like they just get their hands on some of the stuff that was already dispersed. Yeah. Because they they were, you know, making a shit ton of that amber fluid. And there has to be some in trucks somewhere. True. <clears throat> um. By the way, this. The Suicide Squad in box office did 167.4 million U.S. dollars. Does it say what their budget was on it? Like what their profit um, was? How much did you say they made? 100. I don't think that's right. Um, I was going to say that's not that much. 167.4 mil. But then. Oh, OK. OK, so. Suicide. It was a box office success. OK. Grossing. Um. $325 million in the United States and Canada, $421 million in other territories for a total of $760, uh, $746 million against a budget of $175 million. Okay, yeah, so that's a success, 100%. Yeah, yeah we'll we'll probably get another one then. Um, I hope so. Yeah, I do too. What else we got on this show? We got um, Eagly. Giving fucking Peacemaker hugs. It was yeah. adorable. I loved Eagly. <laughs> and Eagly fucking dealing with all the bullshit. Like, well, first, okay. Them trying to get Eagly to put the helmet on the barn was hilarious. <laughs> and then watching the disappointment in Peacemaker's face was yeah. fantastic. Just like, nope, he did not understand the assignment. Because yeah. he went from incredibly confident and proud of his little baby boy to ah uh, he didn't get it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i love how like even he always refers to eagerly as his best friend like yeah. no other person can be as close to him as fucking eagerly is yeah how how often when eagerly was on the screen especially when they were like battling uh were you scared that he was gonna get shot or something all the fucking time when yeah. he was flying the helmet, I'm like, okay, so he did understand the assignment. I was expecting a gunshot. Yeah. I would have fucking cried. And then the police, literally every time Eagley was on screen uh, during com- when there were baddies around, I was terrified. Yeah. Because if they would have killed Eagley, I, Superman would not have been able to save the, the fucking DCEU from my wrath. <laughs> um, it would have been a different different topic about James Gunn too. We would have been like, "Fuck you, James Gunn." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I I would have been hugely pissed. Yeah. 
because that was that was eagle. I mean, one, he's a bald eagle. You don't yeah. fuck with bald eagles. No. Two, he was so adorable. <laughs> he gave Peacemaker hugs. He brought him some dinner. I mean, it was something he caught, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Best. I love that too. It starts with him dropping a possum in front of him, and it, the show ends with him dropping a possum in front yep. of him. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking great. Oh, the scene where Economist is mm-hmm. walking away from the barn, and the detective Fitz Jer- Fit Fitz. Jibbles or whatever the fuck his name was. So I, I kept calling him Cliff. Uh, there was a movie called Dead Man on Campus that he was in. And I remember the trailers were all about his character in the movie, even though he's barely in it. But his <laughs> his his name was Cliff and they they were promoting it off of this guy. Uh, so anytime I see him in any movie, I'm, I always call him Cliff. Is he from Scream or or isn't scary movie? Scary movie. That's what yeah. it fucking was. Baby dick's oh. like a disability, man. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He was the little dick dude. <laughs> like, I'm looking at his face, and I'm like, I fucking know him, but I don't know. I kept being like, is that Owen Wilson? Like, <laughs> I put kept putting him in Owen Wilson movies, even yeah. though he he's not Owen Wilson. He no. doesn't look like fucking Owen Wilson. No, not at all. <laughs> at all, in any way, shape, or form. But I kept, like, putting him in movies that were... Owen Wilson. And I'm like, that's definitely not right. I'm fucking dumb. And then I did zero research on it. But yeah, oh, that's fucking that makes me like him a lot more. (laughs) (laughs) But um, fuck, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So he asks economists, why do you why does that human dye their beard? Or why did that human dye their beard the color? And, like, Economist goes into this, like, sad, like, I was tired of being bullied and yeah. no one said anything, so I didn't think people noticed. But it was something Peacemaker had had been, like, immediately making fun of Economist for as soon as he met him. Just like, yeah. oh, you dye your beard. Yeah. And he's like, no, I don't. Yeah. Again, that's great storytelling uh, over the amount of episodes it was. It starts in one episode and it goes all the way to the end and you finally (laughs) it just comes all the way around full circle. Yeah. And it's like you could tell it really bothered Economos throughout the entire series. But then to have it explained, it's like, yeah. Oh, and that's what I think that also hit Peacemaker. Like, I am a bully. Yeah. He was just trying to make himself feel better. And I I went after him for it. Like this was a him trying to boost his own confidence and i made fun of him yeah <laughs> and then they all become friends by the end yeah yeah what what they call the 11th street kids or something when they took the photo because they were listening to that band yeah i think yeah, it was yeah. like the 11th street kids i don't know but yeah they i i had so much fun watching this show it was so freaking good i don't usually enjoy DC stuff, but you put James Gunn on it, and I'm in. Oh yeah, yeah. Again, I I haven't said one negative thing about this show because I couldn't find anything negative to say about the show. I think it was fantastic, no issues at all whatsoever. I loved every second of it. Yeah, and you're you're saying you like a show with the white dragon in it, like yeah. <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> like you, how how else can you have? 
And, like, the main character tries to be sympathetic towards the white dragon. Like... (laughs) And yet you still side with... You still have that attachment to Peacemaker. And, like, uh, oh, and when he held fucking Harcourt's hand at the end... Oh, broke my little heart. Yeah. She, by the way, was in Zombie Strippers. Okay. (laughs) Just saying, it came out in 2008. Okay. Um, I I was just looking at things people have done. (laughs) Shit, man. Well, I I do have to start wrapping up now, so let's do that. Okay. So, overall, man, with this series, like we were just saying... Great show. Fantastic. You as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd give it a fucking nine and a half out of ten. Yeah, same. Yeah. Um, fucking great. Great show. If I still rated. Absolutely. I would yeah. say nine and a half out of ten. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't rate things either. I, it's just this one. I'm like, <laughs> I'd give it a higher rating than I would Boba Fett. It's a it's a highly recommend for me. Like if you if you have not watched the series yet because you didn't maybe returned off by the suicide squad or it's DC property. Definitely give it a chance. First three episodes. If it doesn't hook you by then, but trust me, you'll be hooked after the first episode. If you're not uh, hooked by the intro, get out of my <laughs> life. <laughs> I showed uh, the intro like Shannon and my roommate don't do superhero stuff. I mean, yeah. it's not that they have anything against it. Like they'll watch it if I have it on, but they don't go out of their way for it. But like, I specifically went out of my way to show them both the fucking intro. They did not react well to it. <laughs> they didn't like have a negative reaction, but they weren't. I loved it. <laughs> For me, yeah. I was like the I was like the guy in the video you sent me. I was like, what the fuck is this? And the second time I was like, OK, yeah, this. Is good. And then it's like, Mm-mm. do you really want Do you really want to say it? Yeah, <laughs> love it. <laughs> Um, but yeah, if, if you guys haven't seen the show yet, go check it out. It's awesome. And yeah, that's, that's all else I got to say. I can't wait to see what happens in the future. And I hope James Gunn sticks around. Yeah, I heard when I was reading about season two stuff, he did say that I guess he wants to finish his DC movies and shows before he goes back to do Marvel stuff. I don't I even don't care know about how it. accurate that is. I don't even care about. Well, Guardians. that just means like in my mind, that just means he's really dedicated to the DC stuff. Yeah. Because, like, you I, know, I, Disney's going to throw money at him. Yeah. I mean, I I'm wishing that people didn't fight for him to come back now. Like, I wish they just got another director to do Guardians three because I could care less. I mm-hmm. hope like I just want him to stay stick with DC now. I don't even want him to go back. Yeah. No, I, I'd agree with that. But yeah, man. So let's. uh. Wrap That's this our, shit up. Let's wrap this shit up. Uh, go ahead and plug Mission Spooky. Oh, yeah. Feel free to listen to me on Mission Spooky. Uh, we release episodes every other week on Tuesdays, I think. I don't know. Kiki handles all that shit. I just sit down and say things. We're currently releasing investigation technique episodes where we talk about right now it's so I find TikTok videos and then Kiki and Cord get mad at him and rip them apart. And that's what we talk about. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the one we did recently, most recently was for Fox sakes, 
uh, where we talk about an experience I had in a graveyard where I asked a question and then got to hear what a fox sounds like for the first time and almost shit my pants. Because <laughs> it's not a good noise. If you don't know what a fox sounds like, holy shit. Does it... No, doesn't sound like that. It sounds like a fucking banshee from hell. Um, And when you just ask the dark woods next to a graveyard, show me if if there's anything that here that wants to communicate with us, give us a sign. And then within like 30 seconds, you hear a fox territory call. Because that's what it, it, we ended up going through a bunch of different fox sounds. And that's definitely what I heard. It made me almost shit my pants. Not going to lie. <laughs> I was, because like I've seen shadow people at this fucking graveyard before yeah. come out of these woods. And then to hear that, I was, I was downright terrified. But yeah, uh, listen, listen to Mission Spooky. We're everywhere uh, podcasts can be found at. Uh, we also have a Patreon. Feel free to join. Uh, you get stuff. I don't know what it is. Once again, Kiki knows all that stuff. All right, everybody. Uh, go check out JC on Mission Spooky. Him and Kiki are doing amazing things over there. I listened to your 69th episode, and it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> You're a riot, dude. <laughs> There's butt ghosts. <laughs> the vagina ghosts. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, go check him out over at Mission Spooky. And uh, I don't know, get you back on here. We'll figure out something else to talk about, man. I'm sure something else will be coming out that means you can have fun with. Yeah. Uh, And uh, everyone else, go check out Gizmo's Corner on Instagram at Gizmo's Corner. Uh, Post what is currently being watched in the stories. Also posting news in the uh, feed and, you know, about trailers and whatnot. Uh, Go follow. Thank you. And everyone else uh, with that. Thank you for tuning in to Gizmo's Corner yet again. This has been another edition of the Episodics. Until next time. Later. Later.